Yes, you're tuning into the Voice of the Cape on 91.3 FM worldwide on www.vocfm.co.za. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. A very good afternoon and welcome. Ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban bikum. Yes, Talib Samaya host and we will be bringing you the Jumu'ah live from Masjidul Nur Lapastritia in Paul. And yes, Jumu'ah Mubarak to one and all. Uh, to our respected listeners, uh, of course, uh, in South Africa and throughout the world. Amen. Now, as Friday shines in the heart uh, of Muslims, may you all be among the ones who will receive the peace and blessings of Juma. Amen. Yes, uh, also our deepest condolence goes to the Brown family on the sad demise of renowned scholar uh, Sheikh Abdul Rashid Brown. We share the family's sad loss and make dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant the Sheikh um, high place in Jannah, Amin, Allahumma Amin, and also sabr in the heart of the family, Amin. Now, verily, to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala belong to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. We will return. Yes, we're coming live to um, our live broadcast here in Paul Upper Street, where the Imam is Sheikh Zarir Murad. The khutbah, the khutbah will be uh, led uh, or delivered today by Hafid Zakir Cook. The adhan by Jethabit. Uh, Hendricks, and the Salah will be led then by Sheikh Zarir, the Imam of Pal, inshallah. Amin. Now, yes, while we wait for proceedings to start, I think a very important, and that is the Friday, as we know, is the best day of the week, and uh, it is the mothers uh, of all days and the most virtuous in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In the sight of Allah, it is more greatness than Idul Fitr and Idul Adaha, and thus uh, we should make preparation for Jumu'ah. Obviously from Thursday night, which is Friday night Islamically, because uh, in Islam we start with the night and end with the day until the following night, uh, Maghrib, subhanAllah. Now the person who will receive the most benefit on Friday will be that person who waits for it and makes preparation for it already from Thursday. Now Nabi Muhammad Wasallam said also of all the day of all the days, Friday is the most virtuous. It is on this day that the, prum, the trumpet will be blown and what is very important for us to send abundant salawat upon our Nabi Muhammad Wasallam because on Fridays uh, the, uh, these salawat are presented to our Nabi Muhammad Wasallam. And then also Nabi Muhammad Wasallam said that um, uh, when uh, Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu refers to Friday, uh, and Nabi says there is no day more virtuous than Friday, and there is also an hour in this day that no Muslim will make du'a in it except that his du'a will be accepted. Subhanallah, and he does not seek protection from anything except that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant such a person protection. Um, now, if we take uh, some of the merits for the day of Friday, uh, there, there, there are about six uh, merits of the day of Friday. Uh, number one is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created Nabi Adam salam, on Friday and was granted entry into Jannah on Friday. And also Nabi Adam salam, was sent to earth on this day as his vice-children. Yeah, let me first check if, you can, if I can cross over to Masjidun Nur Lapa Street in Paul. And, uh, he For his mercy that he shows towards us. And we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his assistance that he provides and gives to us. فَقَدَ قَالَ اللَّهُ تَبَارَكَ وَتَعَالَى فِي الْقُرْآنِ الْمَجِيدِ بَعْدَ أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم 
والذين كفروا بعضهم أولياء بعض صدق الله العظيم وصدق رسول الله الكريم ونحن على ذلك من الشاهدين جماعة المسلمين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله تعالى وبركاته الله سبحانه وتعالى He informs us in the Holy Quran where he starts this ayat off with a very fair warning to the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he explains in detail to us by saying Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu ijtanibu kathiran min al-dhan Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addresses us by saying, O you who believe, avoid suspicion as much as possible. Inna ba'da al-dhani ithmu wa la tajassasu wa la yaghtab ba'dukum ba'da. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He tells us for suspicion, in some cases it leads to sin. And in some cases, it is a sin. And we should not spy on one another. And we should not speak ill behind one another's backs. Today we live in a time, unfortunately, where these qualities are instilled in us. Where we are faced with these kind of problems and situations. And a very brief example. I have a problem with someone. Or someone came to me and told me that that person said that and that about me. What is my duty as a Muslim? What does the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, what does he teach us? He teaches us to confront the matter in a decent way. But today we find that I go to that person and I give that person a piece of my mind. Without hearing and listening to that person's explanation without giving that person a chance to give his side of the story. And from there, I carry that person on the heart. I don't greet that person. I don't speak to that person. And we find it across the globe, where I don't stand in salah together with that person. That is the ultimate truth. Where is the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? He teaches us the matter and the format how to conduct these matters. That go to the person, sit down with the person, and tell the person or ask the person, I've heard you said this and this about me. Is it true or is it not true? And if it is not true, I call the person in that gave me the information and now we sort it out and now we deal justly with the situation 
That is why we find today, Jamaat al-Muslimin, that the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, our Ummah is scattered. Why? Because there is no peace and unity amongst us. There is no freedom amongst us. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He continues to say in this ayat, أَيُحِبُّ أَحَدُكُمْ أَنْ يَأْكُلَ لَحْمَ أَخِيهِ مَيْتًا فَكَرِهْتُمُوهُ by indulging in these kinds of acts, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asks the question, would you love to eat the flesh or the meat of your dead brother? It is the same as doing that Jamaat al-Muslimin. Why don't we have unity and peace amongst us? Listen to what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the ayat, وَالَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا بَعْضُهُمْ أَوْلِيَاءُ بَعْضُ That come what may, irrespective of what the kuffar are. But when something happens, they put aside the differences and they stand up for one another. They stand up for one another. They stand together. But why we as Muslims, the people of peace, the Ummah of peace, the globe of peace, that utters one kalima shahada, ashadu wa la ilaha illallah, why can we not stand together, Jamaat al-Muslimin? We always have to, we have to, let petty differences destroy us as an Ummah. Is this the teaching of our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? This is not what he left behind for us. This was not in his conduct. This was not in his character. So why do we, why do we follow that? Why do we indulge in these types of acts? Why do we instill the qualities in us? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu, Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu, La tarfa'u aswatakum fawka sawti al-nabi. That do not raise your voices above the voices of the prophets. The prophets came with a warning. They came with a message. Who are we to raise our voices above theirs? And to ignore their statements. We must follow what the prophets came to us with. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asks us, how many generations before you did we destroy? Do we not learn of what happened to those generations? Did we not see what happened to them? Do we not take heed of the seriousness, Jamaat al-Muslimin? Our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says in a hadith, Man radda irri, akhihi radda allahu an wajahihi nara yawm al-qiyamah. That whoever defends the honor of his brother, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will protect his faith from hellfire on the day of qiyamah. I said it before, and I will say it again, Jamaat al-Muslimin, if we as an Ummah, as a united Ummah, if we can stand together in our prayer, in our Salah, we can stand together for anything, Jamaat al-Muslimin. 
We can face anything. We can conquer anything. Why? Because we have that unity. We have that love amongst one another. We have that peace amongst one another. Isn't that what Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam left us with? Isn't this what we should follow? Isn't this the quality that we should instill in our lives? But yet the tongue is the most dangerous part of the body. I perform my salah. But as soon as I walk outside the masjid, I talk bad about someone. I speak ill about someone. We will never attain that peace in our lives. We will never receive the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if we keep on indulging in these types of ahjamaat al-Muslimin. Look at us. Look at the globe around us. What is this world coming to jamaat al-Muslimin? If we really look at what this world is coming to, we should ask ourselves, do we still have the time and the effort to indulge in these types of acts? Or is it time to live closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Is it time to attain the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? This is how we should live our lives, Jamaat al-Muslimin. This is how we should live with one another. And this is how our character should be towards one another, Jamaat al-Muslimin. Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says in a hadith, يَضْمَنُ لِي مَا بَيْنَ لَحْيَيْهِ وَمَا بَيْنَ رِجَلَيْهِ أَضْمَنُ لَهُ الْجَنَّةِ That whoever gives me guarantee, that he will protect what is between his jaws and between his legs. I guarantee that person Jannah. And that is where we go wrong, Jamaat al-Muslimin, because we cannot control what is between our jaws. Like I said, the tongue is the most powerful part of the body. But it is also up to me as a person how I control that part. And once again, Jamaat al-Muslimin, that is why the Ummah of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that is why we are scattered. That, why, that is why we have all these differences and issues amongst us. It is all about prestige. I am better than this one, and I am better than that one. But no one is better than anyone, Jamaat al-Muslimin. Not too long ago we had the Hajj, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala proves to mankind that no one is better than anyone. Everyone is the same and everyone is equal. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will deal justly and equally with everyone on the day of Yawm al-Qiyamah. So where do we fall out of the boat, Jama'at al-Muslimin? That I am better than that one. And I must feel inferior to that one. No. This is not the teaching of our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This is not what he longed for us, Jama'at al-Muslimin. We must be of that ummah that is the most successful ummah, Jama'at al-Muslimin. And how do we conduct that? By our character. By how we love. 
by how we treat one another. But today, it is sad to say, Jamaat al-Muslimin, we do not have that love amongst one another anymore. We do not have the peace amongst one another anymore. One musalli does not go to another masjid because he has a problem with another musalli from a different masjid. Those are the petty issues that we are faced with today. And yet it should not be that way, Jamaatul Muslimin. Why is it that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says in the ayat, وَالَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا بَعْضُهُمْ أَوْلِيَاءُ بَعْضُ Come what may, the kuffar, they stand up for one another. Why must the kuffar be an example to us? Should we not be an example to the kuffar? Should we not show the kuffar what a beautiful religion we have? Should we not show the kuffar what unity we have? Should we not show the kuffar what love and peace we have amongst one another? But instead they show us the example, Jamaat al-Muslimin. And that is not how Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has taught us. And that is not what Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has left behind for us, Jamaat al-Muslimin. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to instill that love in our hearts for one another. For the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone and to follow in the footsteps of our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala remove those bad qualities out of our hearts and instill the good qualities in our hearts insha'Allah. And that is the only way, wallahi that is the only way we will achieve success in this dunya and in the akhirah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide and protect us all insha'Allah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all goodness insha'Allah. وآخر دعوانا للحمد لله رب العالمين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Brothers and sisters, we say shukran to Hafiz Zakir for those beautiful words of remindment It reminds me of the verse of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent Nabi Musa alayhi salatu wa salam to the tyrant Fir'aun and the way Nabi Musa والسلام, treated how Fir'aun treated Nabi Musa it was easy for Nabi Musa to go there and disgrace Fir'aun but he never disgraced Fir'aun when he went to Fir'aun Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala remind us in Surah Nazia where Allah says Allah ordered Nabi Musa and say idhab ila Fir'aun innahu taha go to Fir'aun because he have rebelled he have turned against the orders of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but listen to the order of Allah to Nabi Musa Allah says fa'ahdiyaka ila rabbika fattakhsha then I will guide thee to thy Lord. Allah says, فَقُلْ هَلْ لَكَ إِلَّا أَن تَزَكَّى Allah says, tell him that you have come to him for what? To purify himself. That he should purify his heart. Our Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam teaches, in the body there is a mudha, a piece of flesh. In salahat, that piece of flesh is pure, the rest of the body is pure. The first words Nabi Musa told Fir'aun is, 
should I not purify your heart for you? And then when your heart is purified, then Fir'aun, then Nabi Musa says, Then I will guide thee to thy Lord. So only with a pure heart, when the hearts of the Muslims are pure, that's the only way they will find the guidance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But with a heart that is ill feelings and hatred and uh, dislike for someone else, that heart will never be guided by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we see in this verse of Wannazi'ah, where Allah sent Nabi Musa to Fir'aun, that inform him, O Musa, the first thing for guidance, the first thing that you will see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the first thing that you will work towards Allah is with a pure heart. That's the only way you will find it. And, but at the end, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَكَذَّبَ وَعَصَى And still Fir'aun belied and committed sin. He didn't want his heart to be purified. He didn't want to see the light of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He didn't want the guidance. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inshallah to guide us towards Allah. For Allah to purify our hearts. And we should use this opportunity. When we purify our hearts, we should ask Allah to enter our heart. And that Allah should guide us. That Allah should take us forth. And never took things on myself. And I can do it, and I will do it, and I will find guidance because we can't. We can't guide ourselves. We can only do it through the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Many a times I feel I'm doing right. That's what I do is right. It's because I feel it is right. I shouldn't feel it is right. I should say, will Allah be satisfied with it? Will Allah wish me to do that? I should ask Allah, Ya Allah, you take me and you guide me towards what is right. And then I will find guidance by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We say shukran once again to Hafiz Dakir for that beautiful words of reminder, inshallah. We also want to use this opportunity to say shukran to Hafiz Dakir for all his time that he worked here with us in Palms and Jama'ah as the assistant of myself. Hafiz Dakir has accepted a post in Lesotho where Hafiz will leave us next week, inshallah. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect Hafiz inshallah. Wherever he goes, him and his family inshallah, that he should be a benefit wherever he goes inshallah. For the, for the teachings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the guidance towards Islam inshallah. Hafiz will leave us next week and Sunday, I think the 18th, Hafiz will leave us inshallah to the Sutu. We ask Allah, so we say shukran to Hafiz once again inshallah. And ask Hafiz never to forget us in his du'as inshallah. And anytime when he return to us, to always guide us inshallah. Shukran Hafiz. And then I was also asked to make dua oh sorry before i go further a brother took wudu he just took wudu at the back and when he was finished his glasses went to make salah or something it disappeared we asked the brothers if there's anyone that have seen or accidentally maybe picked up his glasses the brother is looking for his glasses inshallah it is sunglasses that he left there when he was taking wudu inshallah also brother we we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala here they say the glasses came to make khutbah. MashaAllah. The brother, your glasses is here with us, MashaAllah. Uh, we make dua to the family and uh, to the relatives of Hafiz uh, or Sheikh Rashid Brown, the pastor, over yesterday. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant him a high place in Jannah, inshallah, and put sabr in the hearts of the family members. And then also brothers and sisters of our community, uh, my uncle, or my big uncle, Abubi Murad, will be tomorrow 19 years old. 
I think that would be fall under the eldest people of Baal that is a livestock. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant that we be inshallah a long life inshallah with health inshallah with iman and taqwa inshallah and we ask that we be to always keep us in his dua because our Nabi alayhi salatu wa salam says in the hadith that Allah is shy for those with gray hair. May our Rasulullah is making a little junk. The Nabi alayhi salam was referring to those of old age. Allah is shy towards them. So we should go to those people and say, render dua to me. Remember that person have nothing now anymore except I'm returning any time to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that the connection is very strong towards the, with the Lord. So we should ask these people, our elderly people of our, of our town, the brothers that is sitting there at the back, never forget us in your du'as. And the ladies also, there is ladies also that is old in our town. We should always ask them not to forget us in their du'as, inshallah. Then brothers and sisters, uh, Hafiz Omar asked me that Sanzaf will have the 18th of October a Khatam program in Bakweni. It will be at the Jamaat Khana at 11 o'clock. Everyone is invited, inshallah, to join the, 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 the Khatam al-Quran, inshallah. And on the 30th of October, uh, Sanzaf will have a high tier in Paul. He uh, also asked me to ask the community to, to contribute, inshallah, and help towards this eat and treat. It will be the 30th of October, and you can make contact with in the sense of office inshallah for tickets then brothers and sisters uh, a person for a muslim person his name is Nazim came to us yesterday to say that there is a leadership, a learnership for carpentry here in Paul at the hospital, in hospital street, at the police hostels. That is for carpentry people that wish to learn, students that wish to learn to do carpentry. It is from between the age of 18 and 34. The requirements is you must have matric or grade 10. And you can make contact with Nazim, but the number you will find at Anti Shamila, also at the sense of office, inshallah. They say there's a vacancy for eight people still. So anyone interested, inshallah, first come, first serve, inshallah. Shukran wa akhru da'wanan, alhamdulillah.